Welcome back. Today, we are super excited to jump into part three of our five-part series on the five ingredients to finding balance. So if you have not been following us in the last few weeks, go ahead and head back and listen to episodes one and two. Well, I guess technically they're episodes, let's see here, 70 and 71. (laughs) We're recording 72 of our podcast right now. And go ahead and listen to the first couple ingredients. We've already covered prioritize and plan. And today we are covering protect. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. All right. So as I already mentioned, we have covered prioritize and plan in our five ingredients to finding balance in today's ingredient number three, which is protect. Now, in our opinion, we feel like this is one of the most, I mean, we feel like they're all important, but this one could potentially be the most important section of the, the balance journal and just the five ingredients. Because I feel like protecting your goals is one thing that a lot of people leave out. They're really good at prioritizing. They're really good at planning it out. That's all the fun stuff. And then you get into actually doing, which is what we'll hit next week when we hit ingredient number four, which is persist. And then finally is the reflection when we, ingredient number five, which is ponder. But today, covering ingredient number three, which is protect, I really feel is something that a lot of people leave out. Just because it's not the sexy part. It's not the fun part. It's the part where you have to look in the mirror and face reality. Yeah. Nobody really likes to admit where they fall short or where they're mm-hmm. going to have difficulties. And you know, you get into the plan phase especially and you get really excited and you have all the pretty things and you have all the big plans. And everybody likes to kind of skip the part where they have to really – dig into those plans and make a way to actually have them work instead of just be pretty on paper. Right. And we as marketing moms know, especially in motherhood and in business, things are never going to go 100% as you plan them to, ever, like ever. So let's dive into some of the roadblocks that might come And figure out ways that we're going to tackle those roadblocks ahead of time so they don't halt us in our tracks and completely derail us to where we're not getting back on the horse. I feel like I just said like three, like combined three different (laughs) (laughs) sayings into one, but you guys, you you know what I'm saying, right? Like we're going to talk about obstacles today and how to combat those obstacles so that If and when they happen, we know how we're going to approach them so they're not going to derail us to the point where we can't just get kind of readjust our course to get back on track. Because I feel like a lot of times that happens, especially in goal setting, 
is you start strong. And that's why they say New Year's resolutions are a joke because a couple Mm -hmm. weeks into the year, you've already fallen off the horse and given up. Yeah. Well, why is that? Because you didn't protect those resolutions in a way that mattered. Yeah. So So jumping in, I I was going to say there are really three different obstacles that we want to address. And this is going to be not just like looking at obstacles, but also your support system is going to be a big way to protect those goals and aspirations that you've created for yourself. Yes. So one of those obstacles that we look at are what are our personal or mental obstacles? Like what is the mindset or the thing that is in your head that's going to potentially get in the way of that goal? Yeah. So for example, I've always kind of told myself that I'm not a creative person, which is completely untrue because there are many different ways to be creative. But if I had a goal that needed me to be kind of creative, I know that I'm going to come up against a roadblock that says, but you're not really good at this because you're not creative. And so before I can even let my own mind push me back or put up a roadblock, maybe to protect myself from doing something imperfectly, I'm going to have a plan on how I'm going to tackle that obstacle before it even hits. Maybe it's me writing down, you know what, if I tell myself I'm not creative, I'm going to go hire someone to do it. Maybe, you know, if it's an illustration or even writing copy or something that I don't think I'm the best at in the world, maybe I will go hire someone who is. Okay, that roadblock's gone. Now why aren't you doing your goal? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And we see this a lot with like weight loss goals where people will say like, I'm going to exercise whatever. And a mental obstacle to that for me is I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm not going to want to. Like I'm just not. Um, So kind of putting things into place and preparing myself for what am I going to do on the days that I don't want to? Am I going to give myself a buy and potentially fall off completely? Am I going to tell myself just do it for five minutes? Or, you know, am I going to ask one of my kids to like really get on to me if I haven't done it yet, (laughs) which is a little we'll talk a little more about later, but just sort of knowing yourself and knowing those potential mental obstacles that you might have um, can really make a big difference when you're preparing for your goals. You're, you know, protecting the things that you've already set in place and said are important. Yeah. Speaking of the the weight loss goal, I once heard somebody say that their goal was not to work out every day. Their goal was to go to the gym every day. Mm, So even if they went all the way to the gym and then just like went to the gym and then turned around and left, they had met their goal. But let's be honest. If you're going to make the trek to the gym, you're going to go inside. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just going to sit out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I made it. Okay. I mean, they could. They were giving themselves that leeway. But it was just a matter of, okay, so how are you going to tackle your own mental obstacle in that sense? Yeah. And that part of that is something we talked about last week on the plan where we broke down our goals into manageable, realistic chunks to say, okay, well, maybe it's not I'm going to go work out. 
the goal is I'm going to go to the gym, like physically to the gym. I'm going to walk in, but I could walk back out, but at least I met my goal, which was going to the gym, not necessarily working out. So it's knowing yourself and being able to block yourself from from these inevitable obstacles that you're mentally going to put up. Yes. So the next thing we want to consider is what are potential obstacles outside of your mind that are going to make it hard for you to complete your goal? And as moms, we know that a lot of times that could be uh, my kids' school schedules or Mm -hmm. my family needs or somebody's sick or I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And things like that that are kind of outside of our control as much. Like I don't necessarily get to control my kid's school schedule or when my kids get sick. I wish I could. Uh, We just spent a whole fall break, all of us sick. So (laughs) yeah, I wish I could schedule it. But anyway, so kind of thinking about those things and knowing, especially looking in the past and knowing things that have become an issue before and preparing and, and, deciding what you're going to do about that ahead of time so that you can protect the priority you've set. So for example, I know lately anyway, that my kids have been waking up at like 630 in the morning. I used to be able to wake up earlier than that and sneak downstairs to my office and get things done. But I know that's just not happening right now. So in order to plan for those outside obstacles outside of my own mind and figure out ways where I can still reach my goals of maybe starting work early, I had to figure out ways to combat those obstacles as they came. So one of the things was having a conversation with my husband to be like, I'm really sorry the kids are waking up early, but I need to work. So if you could get up with them no matter when they get up, and he was totally cool with that. But it was just having those conversations and figuring out ways to tackle those obstacles. When we're talking about um, – I know I know that you mentioned the weight loss thing. It just popped in my head. I once watched uh, – I used to watch The Biggest Loser on TV. And there was this woman who had a foot injury. She literally could not get on the treadmill like all the other contestants. But guess what? She still lost weight because she did other things. So it's it's like – preventing those those obstacles like okay so what happens if you do get if you're you're working out and then you get like shin splints or you get a physical injury what are you going to do instead you know what she did a lot of swimming she got into something that was less stressful on her body she was still able to work out she was still able to work on her muscles just in a different way so it's about getting creative like okay but what if this happens yes it's a lot of what ifs And a lot of times in my life, I'm just like, I tell my husband this all the time. If it's not happening, I don't want to deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I only want to tackle things that are actually happening because he's like, yeah, but what if? I'm like, I don't care. I only want the reality. But in this particular instance, I know that there is a reason that I have not reached these goals before in the past. So in order for us to reach them this time... And they may be brand new goals for you, but I'm sure all of us at some point in our lives have had goals that have fallen short for one reason or another. This is our way to protect those goals. How is this time going to be different? Because I'm going to protect those goals. 
and this is how. I'm going to think about all these different types of obstacles and how I'm going to tackle them before they even happen. So I know exactly what I'm going to do in those situations. Yeah. Another example could be if one of your goals is something like, I'm going to cook dinner for my family every night. Well, you know that there's going to be a night somewhere along the way that somebody has had an unexpected thing come up for school. Somebody's had to work late. You're not feeling good. So one way to tackle that goal or tackle that obstacle is to have like a backup meal, like have an extra jar Mm -hmm. of spaghetti sauce and spaghetti noodles in the pantry just all the time. And that way, if something comes up and you need a quick meal, you can still meet your goal of making the meal, but it doesn't have to be as big a deal and you've already prepared ahead. So there's not like, oh, but I'd have to go to the store and get the spaghetti sauce or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you like take it a step further, what if you're like, oh, but – I'm, I don't have time to brown the hamburger and I usually put hamburger in it. Two things. One, buy the meatballs that are already ready to go. You just have to heat them up. Or number two, I used to do this. I used to brown my hamburger ahead of time and then put it in the bag in the freezer. We do that. So literally I would pull out a bag of already cooked ground beef and I could add it to say a hamburger helper or mm-hmm. my spaghetti sauce. I know. Hamburger helper is not the healthiest thing in the world, but hey, go with it because we do what we need to do to feed (laughs) our families. Um, Or even for us, like hamburger mac and cheese. Make Mm -hmm. the mac and cheese, throw in the hamburger, meal. So do what you need to do to block your obstacles one after another. Okay, great. I have the spaghetti sauce, but then I'm going to say I don't have time to brown the hamburger. Cool. Now I have a, a bag of cooked ground hamburger in the freezer all ready to go. I just have to throw everything together. Yeah. Like dig deep <laughs> and listen to your inner monsters and figure out how to feed them so that they're not problems. Yes. Okay. So then the third one. So we already talked about our internal mental blocks. We talked about some of the things that are outside of our control, like family needs and schedules and things like that. And the third one is going to be potential obstacles relating to how we've decided to tackle the goal. So do you see any, you know, do you foresee any challenges in the methods that you've chosen? For example, maybe you decided that I don't I don't know why. I keep coming back to weight loss because it's like the easiest thing. Maybe <laughs> you decided you're going to ride your bike. Okay, well, what what do you – like I don't want to ride my bike in snow in the middle of winter. So guess what? I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do when the weather is not ideal. Mm-hmm. Am I going to go out anyway? Am I going to try to talk myself out of it? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> my backup is I'm going to go swimming that day and I'm going to get a yeah. membership to an indoor pool. Um, your meal example. Let's see here. I've decided how. Okay, great. But maybe you need to think of more details about the how. Like we just discussed, does hamburger helper count as a home cooked meal? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yep. Yeah, and are like, you, are you okay with those things? Yeah, are you okay with with your workarounds? Are you okay with? Um, these methods that you've chosen and and the 
ways you've decided to get around these obstacles. Because if you say, well, if I don't have time, I'll just make spaghetti. But in your heart of hearts, you know, you're not going to make spaghetti because you don't feel like that's a healthy meal. That's Mm -hmm. not really a good way of protecting your goal. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, just figuring out what counts and doesn't count, I guess we could say. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, does cooking a meal mean that I have to pull out a pan and heat something up? Or can I tell the kids to go grab some cereal and that's just dinner for tonight? Yeah. But at least it's better than McDonald's. Yeah. Another example, I know I've talked about the plank challenge that I have done and I'm getting ready to start doing. And so one of the things for that, I had to decide how was I going to do that? Like I had never done planks before. And a lot of the things that I came across were like, start with five minutes. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I was like, there's no way. I'm not going to be able. That is not, as far as the method of doing planks, that is not going to happen. Um, (laughs) So I had to decide, like, how am I going to tackle the obstacles of I've never done this before and everything is meant for not beginners. So, you know, I had to really dig around and find like an app that was for beginners or, you know, maybe you find like something you can print out online that gives you another way of doing things if you get going and realize, oh my gosh, I can't start with five minutes. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I can't start at five minutes. So you have this kind of backup plan of, okay, the thing, the way I wanted to get to my goal is not working. So I have another way of getting there. Right. I was thinking about a business goal of, The same thing, like maybe it's getting up early before the family wakes up to get a little bit of work in. Okay, well, what if you keep talking yourself out of it every morning? So some people are like, I'm going to put the alarm halfway across the room, so I physically have to get out of bed to go shut it off. Now I'm out of bed. Now I can go do it. So it's just like little things like that. I know in my heart of hearts, (laughs) Angela talks about digging to the heart of hearts. I know that I talk myself out of waking up early 90% of the time until I had someone waiting on me. The moment I knew Angela was waiting on me or back in the good old days, the 5 a.m. besties, when I knew there were people waiting on me, then I would get out of bed. And to be honest, I had to be the the quote-unquote leader of the group. Like I had to use my Zoom account because if somebody else was opening up the Zoom room – I would talk myself out of it. Like, "Mm, they're good. So I had to like go through all the things, (laughs) the blocks to be like, okay, the way I'm going to do this is it's not just doing it. It's me saying I'm opening up the Zoom room. So I know people are waiting on me and I have to get out and do this. That's how I'm going to tackle that obstacle of Okay, so I have people waiting on me, but are they really? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, and Jesse was so good about opening that Zoom. If the Zoom room was not open right on the dot, at, it was 6 o'clock my time. <laughs> right on the dot at 6 o'clock, we were all messaging back and forth. Jesse, where's Jesse? Is everything okay? <laughs> yeah. But but I, I knew I had to do that for myself. Did I want to be the person in charge of the Zoom room? No. But I knew that I was going to talk myself out of going if I wasn't in charge of it. So that kind of leads us into our next obstacle that we, we want to focus on, which is how are you going to stay accountable? 
an easy accountability is a person. Mm-hmm. So for us, especially in the beginning, it was each other, our 5 a.m. besties group. And even now, you know, having Angela and I were actually, to be 100% honest, Angela was kind of sick the last couple yeah. weeks. And so we're not recording this episode at our normal time. It's actually around noon in the middle of the afternoon and we're recording this and we usually record at like, you know, seven, eight in the morning. Yeah. But we held each other accountable. I was very close to messaging you and being like, you know what, let's just do this tomorrow morning. I was like, no, <laughs> Angela's waiting on me. This is the time we set. I'm going to go mm-hmm. get it done. Because guess yes. what? All the stuff that I was going to do is still going to be there when we're done recording this. Yes. My mother-in-law says that about dishes and things sometimes when she waits until, you know, when we have, she has company or whatever, and she leaves the dishes until after everyone's gone. She says, there's no gnomes that are going to come along and do the dishes while you're gone. They're still going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So does it have to be done at that particular moment? Just be honest with yourself. Because for me, it was, no, I can push whatever I was going to do till a little later. And guess what? It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yep. So and then we're we going to be happy because our episode's going to be recorded. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Yep. We won't be stressed about the episode not being recorded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So we would like for you to ask yourself, who in your life can you lean on for support when you need it the most? And it can be friends, family, online business friends, business besties, whatever, whoever you think is going to do it. And it can be different people for different goals. You can have Mm -hmm. a friend that helps hold you accountable for working out because they can call you or whatever, or they can go with you. And you may have an online friend that's helping you stay accountable for business goals. So it doesn't have to be just one person that's kind of bearing the brunt of helping you be accountable for all of your goals. It can be different people, whoever is going to help you best stay accountable to that specific goal. That's a really good point. So for example, when it comes to something businessy, Angela is definitely my person I go to. Oh, 100%. When when I have something going on or I need support, Angela, like she's the one. But let's say fitness, for example, she has a Fitbit and Mm -hmm. I have an Apple Watch. And guess what? They don't exactly talk the same way. They do not. So I have my sister-in-law who also has an Apple Watch and it shows up when she works out. Like we synced them so I can see when she works out. She can see when I work out. And then we can send each other messages like way to go and, you know, way to be on it. And then so we're holding each other accountable through our Apple Watches fitness-wise. But she's not the person I go to for business. I go to Angela for business. Yep. Yeah. My husband holds me accountable for fitness pretty well because we're in the same house. He knows if I, I can't be like, yes, I totally worked out today. (laughs) He knows better. Yeah. But business goals, hands down, Jesse, all the way. We message each other every day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's like a really short today, I need to get this done. Like message me at this time and ask me if I got this done. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, We actually had an episode. It was back episode 52, the cool-looking mom on the internet. It was all about – you should definitely go listen to that episode. It was one of my favorites. It was all about 
not being afraid to make those online friends, right? Because I can honestly say that in the past, you know, almost seven years of our business, you know, being in business, my business would not be where it is today without people like Angela. Oh, If I hadn't had Mm -mm. those online friends, especially the people who knew what I was going through and starting their own businesses and and all the things – it just wouldn't have worked. I had to have that accountability. Yeah. And I think one thing too, like we talk about our 5 a.m. besties a lot and you and I have fairly similar jobs. We're both kind of techie, but mm-hmm. I just kind of want to throw out there that the other two people in our group were not necessarily techies. Like we didn't all work in the same industry. We didn't all have the same job. We were all service providers. So we had that in common, we could kind of connect on that level as far as like dealing with clients and things like that. But, you know, it doesn't have to be somebody doing exactly the same thing you do. They can be in a similar stage in their business. They can be in a similar industry, but doing something different. Like maybe you work with, you're a website builder and you work with health and fitness coaches and you have a friend that works with health and fitness coaches as a copywriter or whatever, like just something that you have a little bit in common so that you can help each other work toward those goals and kind of have an idea of what the other person is talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's the key thing is like, if you don't have someone that comes to mind, go find somebody. Yeah. Because honestly, I would say that Having a community is one of those hidden pieces that has been way more important to my business than I ever thought it would be. I just never would have thought that I would have needed somebody else to help me in the way that it's it's just been so impactful in ways I can't even explain, and I could not imagine doing it without it. Yeah. And I know we've both said in the past, sometimes when people ask us, like, what's your one what's your secret to building a business or what's one thing everybody should have when they're building a business? That's usually the thing we say. You Mm -hmm. need to have somebody that can kind of be there with you, that can help you, can support you, can keep you accountable because it really can make a huge impact, you know, in your business, but also just in your goals and keeping you on track and focused on those things that you've decided are your priorities. Yeah. And I know that for this example, we were definitely talking about businessy stuff. But if we go back to the mom stuff, for example, I know that sometimes Angela and I talk about the meals that we cook for like dinners. Like, oh, I found this really great recipe or I just don't know what to cook tonight. And then they'll be like, this is a go-to for us. And so just having people that we can talk to. So in that sense, you don't have to have a friend who's a mom that – has a business, it could just be a mom friend. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, really specific. (laughs) Just somebody that can help you. In what, yeah, kind of somehow related to whatever you need support in for your goal. Another thing that I was actually talking to Angela about this morning was I had heard someone say that sometimes you just need to have a friend where you have a code word (laughs) and you would just text each other the code word when you needed something like you would set it ahead of time. Like maybe I'm texting a code word because I need, I just need the funny memes. Like just send me a spam me with the funny memes. Or maybe you have a code word with someone when you need 
like encouragement or, you know, just, just for someone to say, you know what, you are enough. You're doing a great job, mama. You're doing the best you can. Yep. Whatever it is that you need, just even having someone where you know you can just send them a code word and you guys know what it means, that's the whole point of protect. We want to protect our goals. And one of the ways to do that is to put in place support systems that are going to kind of like a guardrail when you're on <laughs> when you're on a road, right? Those guardrails where you start to veer, but then you bump back into the road because you you knocked into the guardrail, which is your support system. Yeah. I mean, I don't recommend driving and hitting guardrails, but this no. is an imaginary metaphor, so it's totally okay. Bumper cars. It's like there the, we go. Oh, the, the bumpers <laughs> bumper on uh, bowling lanes. The bumpers on bowling oh, lanes. Oh, there, there. That, that's that's, uh, that's safer. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You are a bowling ball. Yes. Use the, your support your system are the guardrails. <laughs> <laughs> to help keep you going where you're going. And the yeah. nice thing about guardrails, and I know this because I have kids and I've taken them bowling before and we use the guardrails, mm -hmm. is that if you have those guardrails, you are more than likely going to knock at least one pin down. So if you mm -hmm. have those systems in place and you're ready to protect those goals, even if you don't nail it 100%, you're going to do better than you would without them. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. You're most likely going to hit at least one pin. Yes. Much better than driving a car off the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so that is our spiel for today. You are digging deep into all the obstacles, whether those are like internal mental obstacles whether those are things that are outside of your control, like scheduling and family needs and physical needs. Also, the how, the how you're going to get things done. Are there any obstacles related to the methods you've chosen to get your goal completed? And figuring out what you're going to do to prevent each of those obstacles. Then also taking a look at accountability. And you know what? We just talked a lot about people accountability, but there are other accountability methods. You can hold yourself oh, yeah. accountable. You can set alarms. So maybe Angela and her new plank alarms challenge. Alarms are my favorite. <laughs> and alarms are her fave. They're gonna the alarm's gonna go off and hold her accountable and say, Ange, it's time. Go, do, time to go do that plank. Go just get it done right now. Just go do it. Yes. And it was just an alarm, right? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a person to hold you accountable. Yes. Speaking of alarms, I actually just last night, um, we were at my parents' house and my youngest daughter was like, I have a paper I need you to sign for school. Um, and I was like, okay, remind me when we get home. And my my very self-aware daughter apparently looked at me and said, uh, maybe you should put an alarm on your phone. <laughs> Because I'm not going to remember. <laughs> that also reminded me of when I was first starting my business, I actually had a goal, a different goal setting journal. And that goal setting journal, and that's one of the reasons why this balance journal means so much to me is because I know how impactful journals can be. And that journal kind of did hold me accountable because each day it had me fill things out. And in 
each evening I had to reassess and reflect on those goals and how things went during the day. So that journal held me accountable. So I want to make it clear that accountability doesn't just have to be a human being. Accountability Mm -hmm. could be, you know, something else. Maybe it's the dog waiting at the door with the leash in her mouth because (laughs) she's ready to go for a walk. And she's like, dude, you need to go work out. Like you need to take me for a, for a walk because this, yeah, this needs to happen. (laughs) Yes. I actually, I saw a thing online the other day that said, if you ever have to remember to do something at the same time every day, spend a week giving your pet a treat every time you do it because you might forget, but your pet won't. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. Um, my mom mentions that all the time about her dog. It's almost like she has this internal clock. She knows when it's time to eat. And my mm-hmm. mom's like, oh, it's not. Oh, it is noon. Okay. Yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> So yes, whatever you need to hold yourself accountable electronic or breathing (laughs) or paper, whatever it is, find that system and put it in place. Okay. So that is protect. So this week, just like the last couple weeks, head on over to marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash balance to get your free copy of our balance journal. And what's really cool about the balance journal is we have the ability for you to fill it out digitally or print it out and and fill it out by hand. So however you need that to work, we have it there for you for free, marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash balance. And then head over to Instagram to let us know how it's going. Let us know the things that are really working for you, what you need help with. If you need us to be the ones to help hold you accountable, let us know. We are here for you. And we understand how important it is to have that accountability in people. And then next week, join us as we go over ingredient number four, which is persist. So we have already covered prioritize, plan, now protect. Next week, we're going to hit persist. And then finally, the week after that, ponder. So if you haven't, go back to the beginning, listen to the first couple ingredient episodes, and then be sure to join us next week as we go over ingredient number four. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon.